You're listening to the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT podcast. I'm your host and curator, Rabbi Aprom Kivalevich, and I hope you enjoy this episode. So uh, the Shaila is, and obviously as, as we're going to progress, you'll see, but this is a Shaila which is not halacha uh, la that uh, you could act upon. Uh, and really, uh, for you guys, where you are, it's really your uh, your potential worst nightmare. But it's something which uh, which raises uh, an interesting shaila, anyways. And that is, we'll just uh, bring it close to home. You're in Best Buy getting uh, a new uh, whatever it is, a new uh, big screen TV, and the looters show up and they start grabbing and breaking and doing all sorts of things. Uh, running out with all sorts of electronic equipment. And the question is, once they're there and they're looting anyways, are you allowed to join them? So that is the uh, the Shiloh. Now, obviously, you're going to say right away, say, listen, uh, Shaffel, you're a Hosher Mishpur guy. You know better than anybody else that there's an Isidar of Los Signo that you're not allowed to uh, to steal. And that prohibition includes not only stealing from uh, from Jews, it includes stealing from uh, non-Jews. You're not allowed to steal from anybody. So how could you possibly go ahead and rationalize this uh, or even entertain the possibility that looting may be something which is permitted, which is allowed according to, uh, to halacha? So I'm going to give you a spoiler alert now. The spoiler alert Wait, now is... I, I wanted to say one thing. I, I think yeah. right off the bat, yeah. I think we'll have to do something with Yehush, like right off the bat. <laughs> okay, so we're, we're going to see. It's going to be Yehush on steroids, but yes. <laughs> Aha. Uh, so, okay. uh, so right off the bat, it's Asr. Uh, but the question is, in theory, is there room to be able to go ahead and rationalize uh, such a thing? So we're going to begin our quest. Uh, the the, uh, the screen is there in front of you. You can see the, uh, the PDF. Yes? Yes, yes, I see the PDF. Okay. Yes. So we're going to, be, we're going to begin. This is uh, an element here. So we're, we're going to begin with the Tashma. So it says, How do we know if there is a lost object which is being swept away by a river? That you are allowed to go ahead and grab, if you could get into the river and you could salvage it, that you're allowed to do so. And the post can say, this is true. Even if the owner's there and the owner is yelling and screaming, that's my stuff, that's my stuff, you could ignore him halakhically. And if you jump into the river and you, and you grab it, it's yours. Because the Pasuk says, So the obligation is to go ahead and return lost objects only when it's lost Rip, simply. Ribe, hold on one second. I got an ira on the other line. Hold on one second. Okay, okay. He could join the looting party. Great kasha, Rabbi. Just a great kasha. Hold on, give him. Let me. Is it possible to pause? Pause. No. His background says or Torah. Is that Ira? Yeah. Ira should be in. I don't know. It says congregation or Torah. Is that you, Ira? I have no idea why. Yeah. Okay. All right. Bye. Is that the entire show? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I guess so. I guess so. 
All right. So, so, so give him a, a quick, a quick, a quick, a quick, uh, this is a good one, Ira. So we're, we're discussing whether or not there's a, a permissibility if you find yourself in Best Hello? Buy. Yeah, you're there, Ira? I'm here. Okay. So you're in Best Buy buying uh, some electronics, buying some batteries, <laughs> uh, and looters come in and they start grabbing everything which isn't nailed down. And you figure you were due for a new uh, big screen TV anyways. So can you go ahead and grab one on your way out together with everybody else when everybody else is taking stuff? So the knee-jerk reaction is it's Geneva, it's Nisidar Isa. So what we were looking for is, if you see on the screen here, this first source, so it says, we're up to here. Uh, we'll just take this important line over here where it says, oh, uh, where my, the, the line where the hand is, it says, Misha avuda adam. So the obligation to do Hashavah Zaveda only, applies only when the owner can't find his stuff, but anybody else could bump into it and will be able to see it. So when the owner can't find his animal, the owner can't find his wallet, but it's out there for somebody else to take, so that's when you have a mitzvah of Hashavah Zaveda. which excludes the case where something falls into the river, somebody goes to Tashlech and something falls into the, into the canal, so And it's not only lost to the owner, but this is something which is effectively lost from mankind. It's just going to get swept down river and nobody's going to be able to trace it. Nobody's going to be able to do anything with it. And when something is in this, uh, this circumstance, we refer to it for, in, in simple terminology in halacha, zutel shoyam. That's a phrase which the Gemara uses on chaf ala from a base in Bab Metziah. So when something is zutel shoyam, where it's fallen into the sea and it's going to sink, or it's being swept down river. So the main thing is avuda heimenu umi kol adam. That's something which is lost to not only the owner but it's lost to everybody. So that makes something hefker. And as I told you, even if the owner is there and yelling and screaming, say I'm not miyayish, I'm not miyayish, I'm not miyayish, it doesn't make a difference. There's this magical thing which happens when something with avuda heimenu mikol adam when something qualifies Zuto Shoyam, that the Torah severs your ownership of that thing. And once your ownership is severed, so then it's free taken. It's, it's free pickings. So first come, first serve, and whoever's going to go ahead and grab it is allowed to take it. So you'll say to me, Rabbi, please, what does this have to do with looting? Looting is outright stealing. This is talking about something that falls into a river or something which falls off of the side of the boat into the ocean or into the Mediterranean or something like that. So that is effectively lost because nobody's going to find it. But, all the, but when looting, so all the stuff is right there, how can you possibly say that the owner has relinquished, has lost any bilus over his stuff, any ownership of his stuff whatsoever? Excellent question you're asking. That's why this year is not over yet. So we go to a different uh, section in Shulchan Aruch. And here's an amazing halacha. It's not that this happens to be the halacha of shutfim, of partnerships and whatnot. This is, as I've told you many times, many times trying to plant that seed in your head, but I've done this many times. But I've told you many times that uh, in Chosha Mishpat, you don't necessarily find what you're looking for in the place where you, were in, where, where you would anticipate it. So if you're looking for this halacha, you certainly would not go ahead and look in Simon Kuf Pei Aleph for this halacha, but this is where it is. It says as follows, by the Aleph. Shayara b'midbar. So you've got a caravan, you've got a b- bunch of travelers who are traveling together in the, in the wilderness, in the desert. And a bunch of thieves, a group of thieves attack them. Vitarfa. 
And those thieves, their intent is to take everything. They're going to grab everything which is not uh, which is not uh, 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 bolted down. Right, right. In the event that the thieves are powerful enough, and everybody knows who they are and what they're there for, and it's not going to be possible to save your stuff, they're going to go ahead and take everything. And then one guy goes ahead and puts himself out there and he grabs a toaster, he grabs the microwave, he grabs something to salvage for himself, Hitzelatzmo. So that's his for the keeping. He's allowed to keep that stuff. So here you have a case where a bunch of thieves attack a group of people. When those thieves approach, everybody knows that the thieves are going to take everything. You'll be lucky if you're left with, uh, with your life. You'll be lucky if you're left with your horse to be your Bronco, to be able to get yourself uh, uh, back home. And therefore, once you see that they're there and their intent is to take everything and they will take everything, anything that any person saves, even if it's somebody else's stuff, he's allowed to keep it. Because this also seemingly qualifies as this is going to be the same category where it's lost from everybody. The thieves are going to take it. And therefore, bylaw's ownership is, uh, is, uh, is uh, removed, is relinquished. And therefore, if anybody goes out and saves the stuff, you're allowed to take it. So that's what, that's what, uh, that's what it says in, in, in Kofayav. Now, why, how does this work? So if you look in the SMA over there in Kuf uh, Pe Aleph, so I highlighted the, uh, the important part of the SMA. He says, the reason why this works is, because when you see that group of thieves approaching, you know what they're going to do. You know what they're capable of doing if you try and defend your stuff. And therefore, from the outset, when you notice that they're approaching, you are meyayish, you, uh, you despair from being able to keep your stuff. And once you despair from being able to keep your stuff, that makes it hefker, makes it ownerless. And that's why first come, first serve, whoever takes the stuff is going to be allowed to take. Okay? So we just found our hetter for looting. That when the looters come in, so they're going to take everything which is not bolted down, even some of the stuff which is bolted down, they try to take. There are videos of them trying to take that. But certainly they're going to try and take anything and everything which, uh, which they can. So one could argue that based on Kuf Aleph, once one sees that the looters are coming and they're going to take everything, so the stuff becomes hefker because the owner is miyayish, the owner despairs, and as a result of that, that's why uh, the stuff is, uh, is available for the take. Now, the- So I have a question. So, so, yeah. so, so now, okay, going in that scenario, so like, okay, so, you know, it's a mob scene, right. you know, in, the, in these places. So in the mob scene, so are any of the, you know, are, are any of the people Chayv of Geneva at all, like you said? Um, or is it just became all of a sudden, because, because I came to steal, all of a sudden it became okay. Uh, you, you know what I'm saying? I mean, how, how, how would you, you know, I mean, so is, there, is there... Yeah, so I, 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 I know exactly what you're saying. You're, you're on the ball. You're, you're, you're one, two, you're three sources ahead of me. Oh, sorry. Okay. That's okay. So as they say, Baruch Shekivanta. Yeah, Baruch Shekivanta. Yeah. To the, uh, to the Nesivas. So the Nesivas says, and I'm happy that you mentioned the term Genev over here. So the looters come in, they're a bunch of Ganavim, because they are going to go ahead and steal it, and I'm essentially <laughs> salvaging it from them, 
So that's what that's where the Sma says, I'm allowed to keep it. So the Nesivas of there, Kuf Pe'alaf, right at the beginning, he says, look at the Sma, Hatam He says, the reason is because of Yeush. But the Nesiva says, that doesn't make any sense. He says, L'chore Tema, because we know that when there's a gazlan, so if, if, if I steal something from somebody, and then the owner says, whoa, I'm never going to get my stuff back because it was stolen. So that you, the god, if you don't get to keep it yet, it doesn't become yours, it's still mine, because Yeush, in the possession of the gazlan, doesn't take it out of the original owner's possession. Right. So you shouldn't really be helping over here. So the Nesivas is saying to the Smai, he says, I don't understand. We're talking about Geneva over here. And you're invoking the concept of Yeush, but Yeush doesn't really work by Geneva unless there's a Shinu Rishus, unless it, it switches possession. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I, I was going to say, Rabbi, how does Yeush uh, apply to Geneva? Right, exactly. Beautiful. Baruch Shekivanta. You're also on the, uh, <laughs> on, on the ball. It's a representative of all of Congregation or Torah on the screen. So that, <laughs> you're, you're on, the, on the ball. I have no idea why my screen says, uh, maybe because of this morning. Okay, go on. Yeah. Could be. Okay, so, so the, so the, the, the Nesivas asked another question along the same lines. It's now in the highlighted section there. He says, Venera de Gaius Shiny. He says, what we're talking about over here with the, we're just going to call them looters for simplicity, we're talking about in terms of looters is a fundamental different thing than regular Geneva. Why? So he says the idea which we said, because he says, we're not looking at this as Yeush, which is taking place after a Geneva. We're looking at this as if when the thieves come, so the owner goes out and despairs immediately. He says, there's no way I'm going to be, by the end of this night, I'm going to have any of my electronics left in Best Buy. And therefore, it is comparable here, the Nesiva says explicitly, that it's really a case of Zuto Shoyam. It's a case of something which is lost at sea or being swept downriver, where it's Avuda Mikol Adam, right, where the hand is over here. It's Avuda Mikol Adam. It's lost from everybody. Nobody's going to be able to, to, to take this stuff. And as a result of that, it becomes Hefker. So by the time I get around to grabbing the 70-inch uh, big screen TV, I'm not grabbing it from Best Buy. I'm grabbing it from Hefker. It may be on Best Buy's property at the moment. Right. But at that moment that the looters came pouring into the, into the store, all of the merchandise becomes Hefker. And therefore, I'm grabbing like any other, uh, you know, a pinata. Uh, somebody breaks it open, candy is uh, falling out all over the place, or like uh, at a good, uh, uh, a good offer. So candy's flying all over the place, whatever you could grab for yourself. So, Matova Manoim, first come, first serve. So he says, so it's crazy. So, so in the case, so, so right. Right. So in this case, it, so it's crazy. So it's sort of like, to a certain extent, the, the Best Buy looter mm-hmm. is like, didn't do anything wrong. Because, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Because yeah, he yeah, basically, right. because, because the owner was Yeush before the Geneva. Right. As soon as he saw it. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, so the, hold that thought for a second. Wait, but, but Rabbi, that's, I just want, let me, let me just read one more line and then Mark and John, you'll both come in. So if you look at the next uh, highlighted section here in the Nesivas, he says, the Gaius Havika Vuda Shashatvanar. When the, when the yeah. looters come in, it's comparable right. to something falling into the river. The Mahani Be Afilu Yeush Shalomidas. If you remember from right. Elumitsias, the most right. difficult thing to do when you find it. Yeah, Yeush Shalomidas, right. Yeush Shalomidas doesn't, isn't called Yeush. 
So if I no. find your pen and you don't realize that you lost it yet, I can't keep it for myself. That's Yehu Shalomidas. I know by the right. time you realize you lost your pen, you'll be Miyaish. But since you don't know yet, so then, uh, then the, 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 you can't have Yehush without the person being aware. Here the Nesiva says, what's going on over here is even if the owner of Best Buy isn't present, he doesn't even know that there's a bunch of looters in his store, it doesn't make a difference. Because once we put it into the category of Avuda Mimenu Mikolotum, or another way of putting it, once we put it in the category of Zutel Shoyam, ownership is severed, and we don't need any input from the previous owner whatsoever, it automatically becomes put into a state of Hefker. So it's not even subject to the issue of Yehu Shalomidas. It's just automatically the owner of Best Buy has lost all his ownership of all of that merchandise. And then, like Mark is saying, maybe the people go ahead and loot. Maybe they're actually doing a mitzvah. Maybe they're not doing anything wrong whatsoever. It's not, it's not, it's not Navera at all. It's something which is first come, first serve. Tavola bracha. Why not uh, go ahead and chaperain when you have a chance? Okay. Now you guys could go ahead and, uh, and jump in. No, no. Unless I covered everything with it. No, no, pretty much covered, but that's what I'm saying to you, because the point is, it's like, like you said, it's like if the guy, you know, nobody told, the, you know, again, like, like you said, it's like shut for the narrow, okay? I, and we said, you said in the beginning, even if I'm screaming, that it's fine, it's fine, it's fine, you can't take it. So you're saying that's that even right? if the Bala bus, even if the Bala bus would be sitting in front of Best Buy or whatever, Right. And he's screaming at people, quit stealing my stuff. They go, you know, a guy, a, a smart in Tamil Chacham should say, it's not your stuff. It's right. shot from hour. Sorry, right. move out of the way. It's mine and leave me alone. Right. Which is so, right. which is so totally crazy. So, I mean, yeah. but I guess, I guess, yeah. you know. I told you, okay. I told you this was going to be a crazy one. So, <laughs> Rabbi, well, what I wanted to say, so when that, when, when, at one point, does the guy, the deal start? Like at one point, do, do we say, is it just the fact that there is looting mean that that's the case? I mean, it, 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 it's, it seems to be once, once, the, once the people are approaching and the looting is, is an, an inevitable outcome. So when it's never, so there are, there are times, so it could be that maybe they'll go over your store and not, and not do anything. Yes. Or maybe right. one so person it, it, went in because you, you sell uh, widgets, you know, who wants a widget? You know, so maybe one person took, oh, you know what, I have to fix my car or something. He took a widget. I, I, I'm not so sure that would cons- be considered looting. Right, right. So if, you, so if you're going to do this, it's, it's somewhat hey, of a John, risk. John, say it. I didn't hear you, John. Say it again. What were you saying? So what, what, what I want to say is there a point in time that, that, that the looting actually begins. So maybe when the first person who actually would loot, maybe that person's a, as, as Mamish or Gazan, Mamish, Mamish, you know, and, and, and he would be hired. But everybody else after him wouldn't be. And I'm just saying, does it start at some point? When, is, when does it like turn over and say, ah, it's definitely Hefker Legamre? I'm not sure initially it is. That's, that was what I was trying to make a difference. I don't know if there is one. If the looters go in and they take out whatever it is. Oh, I got a... What, Ira? Right, so that, if you look at the next line there, so addressing that point that partially John says, in the event that it's possible to salvage the stuff even with difficulty, then then it's not considered to be lost. So it really depends that you have to make a you have to make a call at some point whether or not we're going to consider this this is already a total loss and just get out with your life and be happy that uh, you know the hope that they don't burn the store down but the merchandise is gone. Or is it something which is possible? If you remember, when they first came to Best Buy, the cops actually showed up and chased most of them out. 
So there, if somebody ran out with something, right, right, right. maybe that it never entered into a state of avudim. We call a lot of no. So what, no, so what I wait, wait. What I wanted to so what I wanted to ask was what John. I don't know what happened. I got disconnected. So what, what John was saying. So if the looters, are you saying the looters go in and they they come out and there's a bunch of big screen TVs? So now, are those big screen TVs? Are those Hefker now? And one could theoretically say, okay, so I want one of those big screen TVs. Now, to me, that would seem to me that's Geneva. Right. So, so like, like we're saying now, that once the looters are there and the looting is an inevitable outcome, so the stuff is now Hefker. And it wouldn't involve theft at all. So it's Hefker. Okay. Right. Okay. So now we have uh, one more set of sources uh, to, to look at. Um, um, and that is uh, for the sake of time, so we won't read Shochan but it's, it's, uh, on the top of the page over here, Simon Shin Samach Aleph. So this is from the Halachas of Geneva. What this tells me is, is that if I steal something from a Ganov, so now there was the, uh, the, the Ganov stole something, and then the owner was Miyayish, as we said, Yeush, when the Ganov still has it, doesn't, uh, the owner hasn't relinquished his, uh, his ownership yet. And then I go ahead and I steal it from the Ganov. So it's now it's in my possession. So there's a shinu rishus. There's a change of possession. The Shulchan Aruch says, and the uh, the Ramah emphasizes it over here that it's not considered to be shinu rishus until the original Goslin goes ahead and changes the rishus. He gives it as a matana. He sells it to somebody. But if somebody steals it from the ganav, hagonav mina ganav, that's not considered to be shinu rishus. And then the Sivas has a, 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 a discussion about it. And then he says, but if he sells it, if he sells it to somebody, he didn't buy it in the first place, right? Right. So the, so, the article, the article which BHI is going to have about this, if if we end up publishing it, is is that is going to be a secondary question related to is it prohibited to buy looted material? Generally, you're not allowed to buy stolen goods. Does the prohibition against sto- buying stolen goods does that extend to looted goods or not? So that's yeah. something which is uh, an article which is being worked on. Again, I'm not sure we're going to publish it. We're getting a little bit of pushback in terms of the topic that people think that we're advocating looting or something, uh, which we are not. We're just uh, enjoying the uh, the exploration of the halacha, but people may misunderstand uh, what we say, so we may ultimately not uh, not publish it. But um, he says that, but the, the, the Nesivist is an analysis, he says, so what he does is, I'll tell it to you outside. So he says that there's two different cases of Yehush. There's Yehush, which occurs after something was stolen. That's what Shulchan Aruch is talking about in Shin Samach Aleph. And in that case, the Shinur Rashus has to take place specifically after the Yehush, and it has to be done with the consent of the original Ganav. He has to give it away, he has to sell it, he has to leave his Rashus willingly, not if somebody stole it from him. But he says, the first highlight, he says, anas But let's see, you see some uh, some mobster or some gang uh, uh, a gangbanger approaching. And you're standing there and you have your stuff and you see he's coming and he's coming to take your stuff. He told you yesterday he's going to come and he's going to take your stuff. And you uh, you despair. You say, listen, he's coming. I'm, I'm not going to have any of this stuff. So that is a form of yeush when you realize 
again, getting back to your point, uh, John, when you realize that you're not going to be able to defend your stuff, you're not going to be able to salvage your stuff. So at that point, it's already hefker. The Yehush has already taken place, and it's already hefker. So the next uh, underline, the Yehush that have imamish kemo Yehush da Aveda. And this is the Yehush, not of Gezela. It's not Yehush, which occurs by stolen property. This is a Yehush, which occurs when you lose property. Because your Yehush occurs even before anybody actually stole it. Just seeing the mob coming towards your store, you are already Miyayish. And as I said, you hope that they don't burn it down. You hope that they don't cause too much physical damage to the, to the store itself. In Halavai, they just take all of the stuff which is not bolted down and they just run with it and they leave everything else intact. In, in but at that point, you're Miyayish similar to the Aveda, where you realize something is lost. You say, Whoa, to the loss of money, or Baruch Hashem, everything is insured, and I'll be able to be covered for, uh, for all of this. But it, it's a Yehush which occurs before the Gazan even takes it. So and he says, This is after the highlight. And therefore, not only if somebody comes along and salvages something from these marauders, from these uh, gangbangers, and says that and he didn't allow one of the thieves to uh, to take it. So saving something from looters is conceptually the exact same thing. The Nisiva says is saving your poodle from the a lion who's going to eat it, or saving something from being swept downriver, or saving something from a fire. If a fire is burning in a house and somebody runs into the burning house and grabs something, that's his to keep because the owner clearly was Miyash because the fire is already raging in the house. It's a, it's a goner, that, uh, that property. Because what difference does it make whether the owner relinquishes his ownership because there's a lion which is coming or because the fire is raging? Or you go ahead and you abandon or you despair from your stuff because you see a bunch of looters coming. Either way, the bottom line is, is that you relinquish your ownership of the stuff because you say, this is a goner, that there's no way that this is a salvageable stuff. And once you make that mental decision, or once it's clear that the stuff is not salvageable, your ownership is severed, and then it's after, and anybody could go ahead and, and take it. Now he says, getting back to one of your early point, earlier points, uh, 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 Mark, he says in the highlighted section over here where the lines begin to get wider, we'll pick it up right by the hand, where it says, V'af ha-gazlan. So these are talking about the looters themselves. Right. So they, they are the, the original looters. They are considered in some regard as gazlanim. Why? Because the presence of the looters is what caused Mr. Best Buy to be miyash, to despair or to give up ownership of his stuff, realizing that they're going to steal it all anyways. So they're gazlanim in the sense that they made him be miyash over his stuff. So, so it's not the gzela count, of yeah. taking the stuff, it's the gzela of making the owner run away and being after it. That's the gzela right. which they did. Right. So yeah. But, but again, you get like the Grumma stuff, you know what I'm saying? Is it doesn't Grumma get in here like saying like, okay, you're right, I may have done it, but I didn't do it. I didn't steal, you know. Oh, he didn't so have on, to. We're, 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 getting to, we're getting to that phrase. One, one second. Right. That's going to be the phrase that pays at the end. Okay. 
But being that, ultimately it was lost. It was Hefker before the Goslin actually took, put his hands on it. It's no worse than stealing a regular lost object. Since it's not Naveda Dikidin, but if it was Naveda Dikidin, then I'm who's in the store, I will be Mukhuyev to return all the lost objects to the owner because that's what Hashavas Aveda is. I have to go ahead and salvage it for him. But the Nasibis is saying is this is not Naveda Dikidin, this is a Gzela Yeush Dikidin. And by Gzela Yeush Dikidin, there's no Khiyev Hashavas Aveda at all. So I am under no uh, obligation whatsoever to try and restore it to the owner. That's right, because you're, right. you're, no, you're over in Avera. You're over in Avera. Because you're over in Avera. The original looter was over in Avera. But I'm not right. over in Avera. Oh, all right, right. No, you're not. No, no. Right. So he's going to say, So anybody who's able to salvage something from the store, from these uh, these uh, these uh, gangbangers, or from these looters, so there's no obligation to return it whatsoever, even though you know who the owner is, and even though you know that a minute ago it was his stuff, you're not ab- under any obligation to do Hashavah Saveda because it's not av- it's not Aveda because it's in this unique category of Zuto Sholyam where it's Avuda Mimenu Mikoladam. Here's your phrase, Mark. And the only reason the looters have to pay anything is because right. they were Gorim. That's your grandma. They were right. Gorim that the owner is going to go ahead and despair and be happy to walk away with his life. So they have to pay him for his loss only because of the Garmi. But once they did what they did, then their was their obligation is for all of the stuff which is in there, because he was Miyaish on everything. He's Miyaish on all the merchandise in the store, and all that merchandise in the store is Hefger. And once it's now in that instant uh, that he that the, that the uh, the looters come, and it's inevitable that they're going to loot, all that stuff becomes Hefger and first come, first serve, kolakodim, zacha, whatever you would like to go ahead and say, and there's a possibility to go ahead and, and do so. So just don't so be only, the first looter. Right, exactly. Yeah, so you have so to be in the, the back of the crowd. Right, so only the first guy that had the, right, so the first guy that had the hammer that broke the glass, he's the Kaya guy. Right? Right. And Other most, than that, right. I mean that goes right, right, and, he's, and, and so he's right, so he's the one that, that so he's the one that would be chayiv, and everybody else would be just riding the coattails. So the guy and the guy that had the hammer and broke the glass, and the guy that had the shopping cart and put everything in it, he he's not he's not liable then. Yeah, the shopping cart guys, yeah, he just, he just, yeah. So so now now from a halakhic point of view, so let's so let's go backwards. So yeah. now let's say, okay, I have insurance. I have insurance on my on my goods, right? right. So now the Best Buy. So now can Best Buy, can Best Buy put a claim in for insurance? Yeah, I would. I would think so. I think they're. I mean, I don't know what their insurance policy says, but, uh, no, but yeah. yeah, no. But I'm just, I'm, for, talking, I'm just talking from a halachic point of view. You know what I mean? From a halachic point of view. Right. So, so, so if, so no, because you're saying that, 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 that Best Buy was, was mafki, you know, he made, they made the stuff hefker before it was stolen. So, but so, in that case, so, so, Mark, so could in the that insurance case, company, be... right. But could the insurance company say you, 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 you gave up, you gave up on your stuff. Why do I have to pay well, for but it? The, it well, but the whole anymore. thing is if Best Buy signed, if Best Buy signs a lease and they're not the owner, they sign a lease, with uh, M&J, whatever the uh, realty company is, then they're the owner of it. The ownership has, has responsibility for security 
in their shopping center. So there's a liability issue with the owner. How did he get no, no, in I, and all that right, sort of thing? Right, right. Listen, right. So that may be a liability with, with the mall owner or something, you know. Correct, correct. But, 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 but I'm saying, but could Best Buy could go on its own insurance policy and say, I want to collect? Well, that would be if they had a supplemental insurance claim, a supplemental insurance policy yeah. to cover, all right. you know, their, okay. their, their liability. So let's set up a riot and, and, and get a big screen TV. So that, that's that what we're saying, right? That, that, that's what I said at the, at, at the beginning. We're not advocating or encouraging anybody to, right, go, right. Uh, to go looting. Even to go in the back of the crowd. So Even in the back of the crowd to go ahead and, and do yeah. so. It's really a, a, a Chil Hashem of, right. of, oh, of sure. uh, you know, epic proportions. Chil Hashem is the right. Absolutely. Is there a way, is there a way to send the Myra McComos uh, to, to me? Um, if you text uh, me your email, I will uh, uh, I will email. Yeah, it over this to this is a good this is a good Shiloh for the Shabbos table, you know. I like this. <laughs> I know this is a good. So I, I'd have to be, you know, the, you know what the problem is. The problem is, is that I think this is unbelievable. Then if I if I said I, I would never be able to do it like you, I could never connect the dots. You know what I'm saying? But uh, but I but I think it would be a very <laughs> cool thing. I, the good, the good thing is, is that now we can send you the Zoom link of the recording, and then you can share it with uh, you know, whoever you would oh, like. Oh, 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 so you recorded it? Oh, good. Okay. Yeah, you can see on the top. Recorded. Oh, beautiful. Oh, so good. So, so either that or I can go over it a few times until I get it right. Okay. But, uh, but, yeah. Oh, that's terrific. Oh, this is really great. amazing. How yeah, far does the grama so, start? So wait, wait a second. So how, one second. So just going back to this. So how, how would somebody? Because my son-in-law, I'll tell you, my son-in-law has uh, has. Uh, I'm going to stop the recording uh, now, if that's okay. If we're done. Okay. Right. Yeah, yeah. No, please. Actually, I'm going to pause. Amazing, Rabbi. What, what were you going to say? Question. So, Rabbi, yeah. one thing. So, so what is it? Is it have to be a person who's on the ground who's who, who's the grommy? Let's say you know I, I don't know the head of Antifa decided you know we're all going to riot and everybody did that because of him. Does the grandma go back to him, and he could be high on everything that was t was taken? Um, it, it could be, it could be. So wow. part of part, part of part of what we what we did not discuss this time. I guess that would be looting part two. Um, but hey. there's a there's a truth of Imre Yosher. The Imre Yosher talks about uh, more in terms of the timing. At what point something is considered to be avudam imenu we call adam. So the specific case which he was discussing, I think it was in World War One. The Russians were collecting sfarim, and then they would go ahead and they would shred them, whatever the equivalent of shredding was back in the early part of the, uh, the, the 20th century. So they had piles and piles of sfarim, and somebody had salvaged some sfarim from those piles that were, de that were already in the possession of the Russians, mm -hmm. destined to be shredded. And Imre Yosher passing over there, that just because they're in a pile to be shredded is not the same thing as if they were in a fire. He maintained that at that point, it was not avudam imenami kolodam, and the svarim do have to be returned to the owner. So that leaves us, those of us who were, uh, you know, thinking about these halachas and discussing these halachas, trying to uh, point, uh, pinpoint exactly the point at which something is considered to be avudam imenami kolodam. So that's not, uh, it, it's actually not such a simple thing, especially when it's something which happens automatically, at whatever point it's considered to be a fait accompli. But I don't know who makes that call, right. who says that, all right, it's already considered to be, I don't know if you could do that in advance, or we only know about that sort of after the fact. Hmm. There's a whole element of this Imre Yosher, uh, which talks about, if you think about it, uh, you'll, you'll, uh, you'll realize that, that there's <coughs> tons of, 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 of possessions 
which people abandoned in Nazi Germany. And throughout Eastern Europe during the Holocaust, and many, many postgame in the middle part of the 20th century, that was one of the things which they explored was, do they still, still retain ownership of the stuff which they abandoned when they fled? Or by fleeing, do they actually lose ownership of that, uh, of that stuff? Can they halachically claim ownership of all of those, uh, of all of those possessions? So it was a huge topic in the middle of the, uh, the 20th century when, uh, when it became possible to go back and try and track down some of your stuff. So that's also related to this. Uh, Thanks for joining us for another episode from the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a single episode.